Hello and welcome to Prosecco and Ponies with Tony. Imagine having a friend that swears too much, has too many opinions, and access to a microphone. On this unfiltered podcast, we are going to cover topics all the way from weird neighbor stories, to tattoo culture, to the best song covers, to why you should never meet your heroes, relationship advice, and why men should always be certain that their beards don't smell like last night's pussy. So grab a drink and let's talk some shit out together. Hello, welcome to another episode of Prosecco and Ponies with Tony. I inherited a few things from my Nana. I inherited a ridiculously warped sense of humor a love for animals, a love of stories, a love of um, paranormal, creepy stories and mysteries. I also inherited a love for torturing my mom. And I also, the I would say probably my least favorite trait is having an extremely sensitive tummy. Now, why am I telling you this when I called this episode Travel Tales? Well, I'm about to lay down a couple stories, and some of them involve Nana. I mean, really, when you think about it, because she was my Nana, they all kind of involve her. Most of this is her fault. If she wasn't, if she hadn't have been here, I wouldn't be here. So, really, they're all about Nana. However, I'm going to tell you why I owe uh, therapy sessions to a child. I'm going to tell you why a pilot saw my Nana naked. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you about the time that uh, her and I almost peed our pants uh, together simultaneously. Thanks, mom. That was your fault. And I'm going to tell you why I shit behind a castle in the middle of Ireland. So if you like stories about pooping behind castles or or sending a child to therapy, listen up because this is the episode for you. (laughs) Anyways, okay. So I love travel and I know everybody says that. Oh my God, I love traveling. I love adventure. No, but I mean it though. I love everything. I love everything about it except flying. Oh my God. If you ask anybody that has traveled with me, they will tell you I am the last fucking person you want to be beside on a plane. So I'm going to tell you why. I have pretty bad flying anxiety. I have two things that I'm really, really, really terrified of. Number one is flying. I know it's an irrational fear probably for a lot of people. I just, I hate it. I'm not good at it. I have really, really bad anxiety. So the second that my legs are on that plane, I'm a different person. And I don't know when that started. I don't know why it started. I've never really, other than turbulence on a plane, I don't have any horror stories about being on a plane, just some bombs that I clearly wasn't able to mentally work my way out of. But I've never had any of those like, oh, my God, our plane missed the runway or, oh, my God, they accidentally sprayed gas into the cabin or anything like I don't have anything like that. But I'm just I'm not good at it. So the first (laughs) my first time that I I realized like, okay, this is a problem. I. Well, I guess it wasn't the first time, but the the very last time that I was like, I need to actually get some help for this. 
my husband was turning 30 and I had decided about a year and a half before that that I really, really badly wanted to surprise him for his 30th birthday. So it took me a year and a half, but I saved all of my, you know, anytime there was change laying around, whatever, I actually saved up money to fly us to Vegas. And I planned this big surprise party with all of our friends. And I I booked a trip for us to Vegas. So we had a great time. We really like this. This story is not about Vegas. This story is about coming home from Vegas after Jared's 30th birthday. So Vegas, great time, amazing time. He was so surprised. Our friend, it was all of us. We had the best time. I'd never been to Vegas before. I never actually really started traveling until I was a little bit older. So we went to Vegas and we had a great time. So on our way home from Vegas, we had been up for over 24 hours in desert heat. And like, we're all kids from the fucking prairies. We're not used to Vegas in July. I will tell you that right now. We're not used to that heat. Being drunk the whole time, walking, like all you do in Vegas is like eat and drink and walk and eat and drink and walk. None of us are really gamblers. So uh, it was really just like eating, drinking, walking. And that's what we did for the whole three days that we were there. So on the way home, uh, we finally we got to the airport and we had been up for well over 24 hours and, you know, not sober really for any of that whole time. And our flight was delayed. Uh, so <laughs> apparently, unbeknownst to us, it was delayed due to bad weather. So the plane that was coming in to take us back to Winnipeg had gone through some shit. <laughs> so the flight was delayed uh, by quite a while. So we were in the airport. Everybody is hungover and tired. We get on the plane. And now I will tell you, if anybody else has flying anxiety, you will know what I'm talking about. When you get on a plane you look at the people that work on that fucking plane. You turn, you try to look inside the cockpit to make sure that there's like two pilots in there, not just one drunk guy passed out at the wheel. You look at all the, uh, you know, all the airline, the hostess attendance um, people. I don't know what they're, I feel like somebody's going to be like, that's not what they're called. Fuck off. Anyway, so you look at them and I always, normally I'm crying when I'm, on like when I get on the plane I'm already crying because my body is just like no I hate this I always look at them and everybody was so pale and like not a pale where you're like oh my gosh you're totally avoiding the sun like pale as in something was not okay and so we get on the plane every we're all tired everybody's hungover and just heat exhausted the pilot comes on the little intercom and explains to us that there was some storms on the way and that it had been quite bumpy coming into Vegas so that we should sort of expect the same thing going out. Then he proceeds to warn us that very likely the seatbelt sign will not go off and therefore they likely wouldn't be serving any refreshments. In my head, I'm like, oh my God, they drove through a fucking tornado. Like what's going on? And everybody's like, oh my God, it's fine. It's fine. Vegas is always bumpy. It's because of the mountains. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> okay, whatever. So 
we get up and all I I cross my heart right now every single flight attendant or service person on that plane looked terrified and if they look fucking scared my anxiety is like because I, I those are the people that are supposed to save us if something goes wrong like they are very important and the people that do those jobs are fucking crazy like I love you guys but no absolutely not you are insane so the pilot wasn't wrong it was rough it was fucking rough people screamed on that fl- I'm not even kidding you I've been on two flights that had such bad turbulence that more than one person screamed and that was one of them here's what happens here's why I owe a child therapy I feel like my heart hurts for this kid because if somebody would have done this to me it would not be okay so we're on the plane we're about halfway from Vegas to Winnipeg and it is bouncing. Like when I say bouncing, I mean like people are sick. It's we're not okay. It oh my god, it's so rough. The seatbelt sign was on the whole time. They didn't even we couldn't even like we had people were nervous to get up and go to the bathroom. Like it was rough. I look to my right. So I'm in uh where was I? I think it was in the I was on the aisle seat. My husband is beside me. He, cool as a fucking cucumber. That sometimes is worse because I'm looking at him and he's just like, he's trying to sleep. I'm like, this might be the last time you look at my face and you are trying to sleep. Are you kidding me? So I look over, I look over and there is a, there's a boy. He must have been about maybe 12, 11 or 12. I'm not really good at guessing ages, but he was definitely not quite a teenager yet. He still had those like really long, awkward arms that kids have, you know. I look over at him and I'm like, I'm sobbing. <laughs> I'm not okay. I look over at him and he's breathing into a bag. Like he's breathing into the little bag that they keep behind the seat. And he's crying. Tears are streaming down his face. Tears are streaming down my face. So he is in the aisle across from me and one seat ahead. But for whatever fuck, I don't know where this kid's parents were, but for whatever reason, he keeps turning to look at me like I'm gonna fucking help him. No, I'm no help to anybody. So he's looking at me, I'm looking at him, and while we were making eye contact, he's like breathing in his little barf bag, and I'm holding on to both sides of the seat, sobbing. There's a huge bump, and... Everything sort of goes like woof. And you know when your stomach sort of like comes up into your throat? That happens while we were making eye contact. And I looked at him and I said out loud, we're going to die. And I meant it. I meant like we're going to fucking die here. And so I'm like making deals with God. Like I'm going to try to be a better person. If you let me off of this flying coffin, I promise you I will try to be a better person. So this kid and I are making eye contact. I yell, we're going to die. He cries harder. I cry harder. You know, we didn't because I'm here making this podcast, but I feel so bad. Like, where were his parents? Why are you looking at me to help? Hey, listen, if there is a girl sobbing on an airplane, don't look for help. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. She's not helping anybody. So after that, I realized like I probably should take something to get on the plane. Like this is not 
healthy for me. It's not healthy for the people around. So I did make a doctor's appointment (laughs) and I got some, you know, a couple pills to help me with my anxiety, my plain anxiety. And now I've finally, because I, I do actually travel quite a bit. Again, going back to the beginning of my pod, this particular episode, I love traveling. I love it so much. Just uh, planes for me are, you know, we're not friends. So a couple years ago, now I have my pills. I'm good. I've, I've sort of figured out the perfect concoction of like how many of these pills I can take to be a normal human on a plane. So I'm good. Now, Fast forward to a few years later. So a couple of years ago, my mom had decided, okay, I'm going to take Nana. She, my Nana, bless her little heart. Oh, just, she's so precious. Anyways, my mom decided she's going to take Nana to Halifax. My Nana has always talked about the East Coast and because we live in the middle of Canada on the prairies, she's never really been anywhere like that. I know they went to Florida like years and years and years ago, but my mom decided with her air miles, she's going to take Nana to Halifax. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm probably, you know, I mostly travel with like Jared and I travel with friends. And so I don't get a chance often to travel with family. So I thought this is going to be wonderful. And we have some air miles. So I'm going to use those air miles. So I decide I'm going to go with them. I'm going to, I might not get this opportunity again. So I'm going to go to Halifax with my mom and my Nana. We plan it. It's like, you know, super exciting. (laughs) So we fly to Halifax and I will tell you, (laughs) taking my Nana through through airports, taking my mom through airports. Oh my God. Like I I said already, I love traveling. I love everything about it except actually being on the plane. I never have a problem at security. I just seem to get through it really easily. I I never get hassled or anything like that. My mom, not the same story. I don't know what it is about her. If she has like a guilty face or My mom has like really big boobies. (laughs) So I don't know if they think she's like hiding something in her shirt. I guarantee you, if there is a security line, my mom is getting everything. She's getting like the pat down. She's going to have to go through, you know, a laser, whatever, like x-ray. My mom gets like the ringer. Where are you going? What are you doing? People are crazy to her. That never happens to me. And you think too, because I have like, you know, normally really colorful hair, lots of tattoos and piercings, you would think that they would take one look at me and be like, oh, no, no, no. Like you're not getting on that plane, but I never have a problem. I'm assuming it's usually because I'm crying going through security, but they're usually pretty good. My mom, not so much. My Nana was fine though. So anyways, we <laughs> we go from Winnipeg to Toronto and then Toronto to Halifax If anybody has gone through the Toronto airport, let me tell you, I have been, I'm a traveler. I've been some places. I've been to Romania. I've been to Amsterdam. I've been all over Ireland. I've been to Rome and Milan. I've been to Panama, Seattle. I've gone some places. Toronto airport is the worst. And I love you, Toronto. One day, I would love to move there. Here's what I don't love about Toronto, the fucking airport. It's crazy. Nothing about that airport makes any sense to me. I had an easier time understanding what was going on in Romania than Toronto. So 
we get to we get to Halifax we rent a car and I ended up driving most of the time because my mom is just you know what I love her I my mom and I are very close and I tell her this to her face she's just not a good driver and you know what that's okay she doesn't have to be good at everything so I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna drive this car we had the best time and honestly like if you let me just impress upon you my nana was the most precious being on the planet and she just was excited about everything if you bought her an egg mcmuffin it would make her day if you told her how funny she was or talked you know told stories with her like she just was happy with everything so like seeing her face when she got her first lobster in Halifax and all of those things was just like I I won't ever I'll never forget it sorry I'm gonna try to say it without without getting emotional just like it hurts my chest a little bit to think of anyways so we had a great time we did so many things we went to um we went to museums and then we took our, our little rental car and we drove to, uh, what's the place called with the lighthouse again? Uh, I can't, I can't, Peggy's Cove? I think it's called Peggy's Cove. Anyways, we went to Peggy's Cove and we just had the best time. Um, <laughs> so one day, <laughs> my, it was, I think it was the Saturday, <laughs> we, we went to like a little pub. So it was after uh, we went to the museum and then we found this pub and we needed, we were so hungry and it was really hot because it was in June and we needed a snack. And, you know, as I said, my Nana and I have really sensitive tummies. So we needed like a bathroom break. So we go to this pub and it's great. They have like, you know, pub food and they have live music. We got pissed. <laughs> like my mom, Nana, me, Nobody was sober. We had so many whiskeys and listened to live music and uh, we just had the best time. So now it's like later and we're like, we should probably go because my mom and I wanted to do some exploring the next day. And Nana was like getting a little bit sick of us. So she wanted a day to herself. (laughs) So she was like, can you just leave me at the hotel and go do whatever you want? Because we wanted to do, there was like a little graveyard tour and stuff that we wanted to do. And Nana was just not interested. So we're like, yeah, yeah. So anyways, we leave the pub, we (laughs) we get a cab and we're (laughs) we're on our way back to the hotel And this cab driver is super, super, super nice. He's a young university guy. And so my mom is in the front uh, and then Nana and I are in the back seat. (laughs) My mom, you know, she's not sober and none of us are sober. I mean, hopefully the cab driver was, but Nana and mom and I not sober at all. So my mom is talking his fucking ear off and it is so adorable like it's just the cutest thing so Nana and I are giggling, <laughs> we're giggling in the back seat and my mom is just talking and talking so it was lovely so we get to <laughs> get to the hotel and my mom okay so I um you know I like I said I do travel quite a bit so I would say I'm fairly world wise I guess and as a woman we sort of you know because I travel with lots of different people but I have traveled with just girls before and there's sort of is like an unwritten girl code rule that you never 
ever, ever leave a woman in a cab by herself. You just don't do it. So whether it's my mom or a friend or a cousin or whoever, you don't leave a person in a cab by themselves. You just don't. It's just, you know, the world sometimes is a crazy place. And I'm, you know, I definitely have rose colored glasses a lot, but that is for sure one of the things that I just, we don't take chances with that. And it's sort of unfortunate. But anyways, that's not, that's not the point. So we get to the hotel and Nana gets out first. And so I am sort of lingering in the cab as my mom is paying the cab driver because I'm not, you know, I I have my door open and one leg out, but I'm still sitting in there. And so my mom is still, you know, she's just being herself. She's just chatting and she's trying to find the money in her wallet. And then (laughs) she goes to stand up. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm seriously, I'm going to cry because it's so ridiculous She goes to stand up and as she sort of is like launching her body up, she farts the entire way. It's almost like the fart like launched her up out of her seat. And I'm like, oh my God. And it's so loud that my Nana, who's now at the front door of the hotel, she hears it. So my mom, like, picture this. I'm in the back seat with one leg out. My mom, like, sort of grabs onto the door to, like, push herself up. And at the whole, the whole way up, she's like, like, (laughs) it sounds like a fucking motor. So I scream laugh. Like, literally, it doesn't take a lot to make me laugh, but farts are my favorite. I love them. I love farts. Who doesn't love a hilarious fart, especially when someone's getting out of a cab. So my mom, who's definitely not sober, she like stands up, the fart comes out, and then for some reason, she says, oops, I I farted. And we're like, yeah, we fucking heard it. We heard that. So my Nana is at the door. It's so loud. She is bent over because she's trying not to piss her pants. And I am doing the same thing because it caught everybody off guard. Everybody, especially <laughs> the cab driver. And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, even now, like my cheeks are hot because I'm like, I know she obviously was embarrassed and it was like, oh, for sure not the exit that she wanted to make out of the cab, but oh my God, it was my favorite. So anyways, Nana and I and the doorman are now seriously like my, our faces are hurting and we're laughing so hard. And now she's mad. (laughs) She's mad because she's, you know, she farted and it was super loud. So she's mad and we're laughing so hard that nobody can walk. And so she's mad. She's like, oh, my God, you guys, it's just a fart. Stop it. And so we're like, yeah, I know. But it just was really funny. So the matter she got, the harder we laughed because it was just so silly. Anyways, that is my I would say that's probably my favorite memory from Halifax. Like we had a great time. We did so many things. We drove to, you know, we took a horse drawn carriage cart around um, a little town. Uh, Fuck, I can't like I can't think of the name of it something bay. Mm, Whatever. I'll find it later. Anyways, 
So we, you know, we did lots of stuff. We took a little horse-drawn carriage and, you know, we went to museums. We ate lobster. Um, my mom and I got super, super toasted at this little rum distillery in downtown Halifax. And uh, I think we bought four bottles of rum. And my poor mom, like she's so short. All, all the women in my family are very, I'm the tallest one. So everybody's really short. My Nana was probably four foot nine. My mom is a five two, maybe in heels. My mom is a five two and she has a backpack. So when we bought all the rum, I was like, well, you're lower to the ground. So you carry it. So I filled her backpack with rum and then I made her, <laughs> I made her walk around with it. So anyways, Nana and I just really, we had a love for just torturing the shit out of my mom. I want to tell you just a little bit about why a pilot saw my Nana naked. On the way home, <laughs> on the way home from Halifax, we ended up for whatever reason, uh, oh, WestJet. I love WestJet. I know lots of people have like love and hate relationships with it, but I've always had like every time I've been on a WestJet flight, um, the airline attendant people have always like usually again, I'm crying even with pills. I still cry, but it's just not as bad as normal. But they're always so nice and they always bring like extra Kleenex and snacks. Like everybody's always really nice. But for whatever reason, we ended up getting upgraded to the front row. And you should have seen Nana's face. She was so fucking pumped. So Nana and I are in the front row. And I don't know if you know anything about the front row at WestJet, but it's got lots of extra leg room and free booze and snacks. And so Nana and I and mom is right behind us. She was in the, the seats right behind us. And I kept like turning around and making fun of her and calling her like a low class, whatever. Anyways, because um, we like to torture her. So uh, <laughs> Nana and I are at the front. And this is probably the third time maybe in my Nana's life that she's flown anywhere. So we're at the front of the plane. We're having our drinks. We're having our snacks. We're, you know, everybody's laughing. We're still talking about the fart because it was just obviously the highlight of the trip. <laughs> so we're still like, you know, we're just giggling away. And Nana's like, I got to go. I have to go to the washroom. So she gets up and she goes, she walks to the, <laughs> walks to the bathroom. But I didn't notice she didn't lock the door. <laughs> so... I'm sitting there, I'm eating my cookies, I'm having my drink, an airline, like a hostess person comes to the front of the plane and the cockpit, like the door to the cockpit opens and I'm like, uh oh, like, you know, as somebody with flying anxiety, I don't want to see that door open. I want to, I want everybody to be in there. Everybody needs to be in their seat where they're supposed to be. So I, I don't know if this is like a security thing, but so the pilot comes out, the, the hostess, she like goes in. And the like woman goes in and I'm like, that's weird. And then I see him reach for the handle of the bathroom that my Nana is in. And now my Nana, she was, uh, you know, I said she was very, she was very short, um, but she was also very round, you know, so those the little bathrooms are <laughs> probably pretty small for her. They're small for like a, a normal, like, you know what I mean? Like their bathroom, airplane bathrooms are tiny. But he reaches for the handle and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I look now and I see that the little, um, the little switch is green, meaning like, oh, it's open. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I start to stand up to be like, oh, no, someone's in there. 
but I'm too late. So he opens the door and all I hear is, "Ah!" so she screams and he screams and shuts the door. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, I'm trying to cover my face because I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help or what to do. And I was like, oh my God, sorry, that's my nana. She doesn't fly that much. That's all that comes out of my mouth. And he looks at me and he's like, why didn't she lock the door? And he looks horrified. He's horrified because she probably was sitting there with like her little pants down. And, you know, so there's like a 70 something year old lady just (laughs) sitting there, you know, pussy out (laughs) the fucking toilet. And he just opened the door and I was just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. So that was probably my second favorite moment from that trip. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, I love traveling. Um, But I will say, so I asked my mom if I could tell that story. I wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to tell everybody about when you farted in the cab. Because, like, first of all, it's just a fart. Who cares? It's funny. It's funny. But I never, you know, I don't want her to think I'm, like, making fun of her. Because I do give my mom a hard time. All the time. I'm sure I'm probably not the easiest daughter to have because I have a really weird sense of humor. And, you know, I just like I don't ever want her to think I'm making fun of her. So I did ask her if I could tell that. And she said I could only tell it if I told this story. So as I said, I inherited a very, very sensitive tummy from my Nana. And a few years ago, uh, we went to Romania. We went to Transylvania for Halloween. It was the best night of my life. Halloween in Transylvania, best night of my life. Best, like I mean that with (laughs) with everything in me, it was the best night of my life. So after Romania, after Halloween in Transylvania, we met my mom in Ireland and we were going to rent a car, drive around Ireland and have this like fun vacation. So it was Jared and myself and my mom and our friend Peppy. We rented a car, we had like Ireland is probably my favorite country on the planet. I just feel the most at home there. I don't know why I've been there twice and it just, ah, it just like makes my heart happy. So anyways, we were driving from Dublin to Galway and Galway, I will tell you, is my favorite city in the world. There's nowhere I'd rather be than Galway. So we go to Galway and uh, we're driving around having the best time. We stop, like Ireland has just random, you know, off the side of the road, there's a castle, there's a castle, there's a castle, there's just castles fucking everywhere, random castles. So we stop at this castle and I like get a pinch, a pinch in my stomach and I'm like, uh oh, I'm going to have to use the bathroom. And I'm like looking around and it's off season because it's sort of the beginning of November. So everything is pretty much closed and I'm like, oh, oh, this is not good. This is not good. I have to poop. Like I have to poop right now. I say to Peppy and to Jared, hey, I really like I'm trying to be a lady and I'm like, hey, I have to go pee. Can you guys just like can one of you stand like here at the pathway and one of you stand there at the pathway and just make sure nobody comes over here because I literally have nowhere to go. Like nothing is open. And like this, you know, my poor little sensitive tummy that I got from my Nana. uh, When I got to go, I have like 30 seconds. Like I have approximately less than a minute to find a bathroom before I shit my pants. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I have to poop here. So I shit behind a castle. I, I did. So my mom said I had to tell that story if I was going to tell uh, the story about her farting in the cab. 
I shit behind a castle in the middle of Ireland and there's really nothing I can do about it. So there you go. There you go, mom. I pooped. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. <sighs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I just wanted to tell some travel tales because I love traveling. You know, I have I have a few stories. <laughs> I have a few stories. This is just uh, probably travel tales part one because I have, you know, I've I've traveled lots of the globe, not everywhere, but you know, I've, I've been some places. So I definitely have more travel stories. Those are just a couple of my favorite. And I wanted to include Nana in on this one because Nana is just, she's, she was just such a big part of who I am and why I turned out the way that I did. Um, so I felt like it wouldn't be right if I didn't include her at least in the first couple of episodes. So my Nana actually passed away uh, in 2018 and um, yeah, I miss her so much and all I have is really, 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 really good and funny and wonderful, whimsical memories of her. So anyways, I'm going to do a travel episode again another time, but I just, uh, these are a couple that I thought were really funny and, you know, maybe relatable for some people if you, you know, have had weird things happen to you. Um, yeah, I, I can't be the only one that has ever had a bathroom emergency in the middle of Ireland. So don't judge me <laughs> or do whatever. I don't fucking care. It happens, whatever. So anyways, what I want to say is if you have a travel story of something weird, uh, of something crazy, of something wonderful or whimsical, I would love to hear it because again, I would like to do another travel episode because I do have a lot more stories and I would love to tell other people's stories along with my own stories. So if you have a travel story, please email me at ProseccoWithTony at gmail.com. That's Prosecco, P-R-O-S-E-C-C-O with Tony at gmail.com. You can also message me on Instagram at Prosecco underscore and underscore ponies. So I'm on there. Uh, but yeah, if you have travel stories, I would love to hear them because I would love to read them. And that's it. So anyways, thank you for listening to my ridiculous stories. If anybody else has had any sensitive uh moments while traveling. I would love to hear them. <laughs> Have a great day.